Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 934 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben, Funky, Askren, James Dean, Raider, and you. On this very special FRL, we're going to be breaking down Final X preview and predictions in 934, a very special area code. And I don't know if it's this person's area code, but it's a Long Island area code. Our man, Alia Stone, who abandoned this show. Yeah, why does he us. ever come back and see us? He's all it. You know, he's not listening. One, he's not listening. <laughs> two, why he doesn't even listen to us? Oh, he doesn't. He's way too, way too uppity for for us. Three, he's like, oh, you need to pay me for my guest appearances. And no, he did not. I swear, you I swear. Uh, you are he, a liar, Christian Pyle. Oh, hundred percent. But he he's saying it in jest. But he he says it jokingly. But seriously, but I know for a fact if we did pay him, he would do it. So in fact, <laughs> in fact, it's not a, it's not a joke, but it is a joke. He says it jokingly, but I know it's well, actually sometimes. Real. I mean, that's a good lesson to people, Christian. Sometimes you just gotta show up and do what you want to do. Me and Tommy started the podcast. We didn't get paid for years. We just talked about wrestling because we want to talk about wrestling. And then I got a job doing the rudest one, and I got a job doing the flow one. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do things just because you want to do things. Yeah. Ollie. JD and I, JD and I could stop doing the show t- today, and we would not uh, be compensated any differently. So, we're this is this oh, is on the house entertainment. Because untouchable, untouchables. Well, no, I mean, t- well, I'm not sure if that's what that means, but <laughs> um. Anyway, we got a lot to get to. Oh, oh, they, I forgot my I forgot my picks upstairs. I got to run upstairs. I forgot my I wrote it okay. down last night. I worked on get our thing that we're gonna do. And I forgot it upstairs. We're just gonna talk trash about you. Go ahead. Terrible memory. You better ben. not do that. You better not do that. Picks. But he'll call us I, well, I was looking around. I was looking at my papers on my desk. I'm like, oh shoot, it's not here. I'll be right back. See you then. So I'll explain what we're gonna do while Ben is not here. So we're gonna do our conf- We're gonna do our picks. We're gonna pick all ten uh, men's freestyle weights, and we're doing them in confidence order. So from ten down to one. Ten, you get ten points for your most confident pick. Um, and in descending order, you can get points for a grand total of 55 points. So even if we have similar picks or even identical picks, the order will matter right. ultimately. Got wow. the winning picks right here. Wow. Ben, Ben's fast. I can't hear you still. Yeah. Ben, you're pretty fast, man. What do you think about my winning picks? I, well, I haven't I seen them yet. I know you have them now, but they you, suck. You're pretty fast. I don't think you move that fast up the up the incline at Colorado nice. Springs. That's not very far. Well, there's, there's the team. thinner air up there. It's a little harder. That's that's true. Very true. Okay. <laughs> so I just while you were gone, it was perfect. I just explained what we're doing. Uh, doing our picks in order of from most to least confident. Grand total fifty five points on the table, and what the wager is going to be? I don't know. Maybe just you know one minute uninterrupted filibuster opportunity on talk. frl so I, I was thinking if for some reason and i think there's a definite possibility given the matchups if we all pick the same winners then we're all going to end up with the same point totals because if we miss well i'm I, sorry unless we pick the wrong amount but uh, i think we should have also have a tiebreaker i was thinking about i don't know what the tiebreaker is hmm. uh, but i think we should also have a tiebreaker how many matches go to three? Ooh, that's a good one Total yeah, number yeah. of points. Let's do that. Okay. Let's How many that. matches go to three? Yeah. Okay. That'll be our tiebreaker. Let's not start with that because I haven't even thought about it really. Okay. So my we'll, – we, we can do this in changing order. I'll just get it get the party started. My most confident pick, the one I feel most certain about, I think will probably be uniformly agreed as the yes, most certain it match. Will be. It's Gable Dan Stevenson over Mason Paris. What we saw Mason do at the, or what we saw Gable do at the Open was incredible. He dominated Mason, then he dominated Gwiz. Um, 
I, I just I just don't see any path here. It's the one where I'm like, I can't even like conceptualize a way because even if Mason got a dump or something one time and pinned him, it's like the odds of him doing it twice. I just yeah. I just can't even see it. To me, uh, that's the thing about it. It's best two out of three, so you can't get lucky and pin him one time. You just uh-huh. got to be better than them. Yeah. To me, the question is. Will Gibble get yellow carded if he pops top? So this is a great question. <laughs> Red carded, he gets kicked out, can't oh. wrestle his second match. Honestly, it's a it's a it's a viable path to victory for Mason. Everything's on oh, the table. Stop. Um, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the Christian Carroll video of him trying to emulate Gable, it's so funny because he immediately is like feels such. It's like, oh, I'm in big trouble. When really he could probably could have just played it off, but uh, it wouldn't have been as funny. Did see Gable do it? He did see Gable do it. I think that's that's defense enough. Um, hold, hold up in the court of law. What do you think about pop and top? Should 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 we? Is it should it be on the table? I I mean I think freestyle wrestling, uh, and I've said this many times, has a bunch of things that they're very particular about that I don't know where they came from. I don't think they make a whole lot of sense. And yes, I'm totally in favor of changing them. Like the whole like. Uh, they're like the, the etiquette things, like you can't have your straps down, and it's like, what's we're, we're wrestling half naked, we're wrestling half naked in spandex, like what's the big deal here, guys? Yeah, well, it's not just a freestyle thing. You can't do that in NCAs. You can't pull down your straps, and they are not nearly as big about it. Well, they don't have cards, like, but you would definitely, you would one hundred percent lose a team point if you pull down your straps after you want to match. Happened. No, is but like you know, in freestyle, like if for some reason um, a kid is late to a mat. Right, they're late to the mat. They run up. Their singlet's not all the way up. They take their shirt off, and they're, they're shirtless, right, with their singlet not pulled up. They're gonna get yelled at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not gonna happen in folk style. I never see it happen. So yeah, there's certain things like this that are they're very particular about in freestyle. So I don't see the issue with wrestling and spandex. I mean, come on, who cares if they want to pull their straps down once in a while? Yeah, it's a little areola. What are you gonna do? Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number nine, uh, Ben, why don't you go for your ninth? Oh, well, I mean, so we're all just, you already know my oh, 10 wait. is Gable. Oh, it yeah, is, yeah, it yeah. is Gable. My 10 is, in fact, Gable. Who's Gable. documenting this? It's a JD, are you, are you got a document up? I, I got it Ty- down, so Tyler's, Tyler. Tyler's got it up here, and he has nice okay, fonts. Great. Nice fonts. Look yes, Gable is my 10. Uh, JD. Gable. Gable. Okay, okay, so my nine, I'll start with nine, and then JD goes with eight. My eight is Thomas Gilman. Um, I think he's been wrestling so good lately. I was a little hesitant because I thought Zane was better than I thought he was going to be at the US Open. He did beat Nick Suriano. He looked really good. But I just went on the, the strength of Thomas Gilman recently is just too much not to pick him. Yep. Gilman is my second pick as well. Zane did look the best he ever has at the Open, um, but Gilman's going to Gilman. I don't see a way that. Zane is going to be able to stop his underhook, stop him from going out of bounds, yeah. getting to his single leg. It's it's Gilman. Yeah, too much Thomas here. Uh, he's all you got mine. Gilman also. Yeah, I do. Oh my um, god, what if we have the same order the whole way down? No, we won't. It's going to get weird. I'm I'm sure I've got some that are going to be different. Ooh, um, he got something up his sleeve. Um, well, I just think the confidence. I have diff- different. We may have the same picks, but different levels of. Of belief. Now, here's okay. a here's a Thomas Gilman question that was posed to me, and then I didn't have a an ability to refute it. Is Thomas Gilman the greatest American lightweight we've ever had from the in the fi- contention in the fifty four, fifty five, fifty seven range? You will be hard um, hard pressed. I'll put a little doc in the. Uh, I I thought we talked about this last year. I thought we all agreed that that he has a very good argument at this point. Really. I mean, I didn't realize yeah, I, I thought we did. Maybe not. Um, but you know, the other thing would be obviously if you know if you do like a weighting of college career and international career, you know, he's obviously going to score relatively low on the college career compared to some of the other lightweights. Yeah. But if you do strictly international career, best international American lightweight, um, I think you can make a very good case for him. The ca- I think the case against him would be that. I think in two of these, Russia was not competing, or, or was it just one? No, it was only one. No, it was two. 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 Oh wait. So two no, of these. It was one. Was it two or one? It's just one. Just one. 
Okay, just one. Because in 21, he beat he beat a Russian. He killed the Russian. Um, yeah, you're right. So I think the competition, I mean, Zeke Jones is up there. He had quite he a run. He was like, uh, he what made, way was he, though? He was 50, um, he was 50, oh, 52. He was lighter. He was a little guy. Jeez, and that was the second weight. I don't want to be offensive to Zeke Jones, and he wasn't the bottom weight here. Dude, they used to have 105 for men. Like, and crazy. They don't have 105 for 20 and under division right now. They don't have they don't have that for um women. There's not a 48 anymore. 50 is the lightest now. There's right? not. Yeah, 50 is the lightest. The smallest. Weight. Yeah. So how crazy is that? They used to have a 105. So it's so crazy. Yeah. We, we weren't that great at those weights either. Not a, not a ton of medals. Yeah, well, it was probably, I mean, Asian, the Asian countries are generally better at the lightweight. They generally have smaller people. So I, I would venture to guess they did well. Um, and maybe, maybe that was the argument in favor of those weight classes. But a grown man at 105 pounds is has a very small individual. I, th- I think Zeke was either 114 or 118, though. Some, some, 18, one of those. 52 and 54 kilos. Yeah, it was close. Definitely smaller. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really. I mean, even if you go up to the when there was a fifty-eight, it's sort of tough to find someone. So Gilman's got what about Tom Brands. How many here? How many medals did he have? I think so. His his the case against Tom is sort of lo- his longevity. Um, Tom had what went gold, eleventh, ninth, gold, retired. Got it. So four teams, two medals, but an Olympic champion. Um, which is and then obviously so you're saying not the list. So mm-hmm. John Smith is 136, so obviously he's not the not considered in this argument. Also, Tom was at 62. Really? 62. Yeah. What's that? 135. So that's a, it. Feels like a completely different weight class because Terry wrestled. Wait, so lighter. was Terry small? Terry was smaller so than Terry Tom? was. Yes. Terry oh, wrestled at shoot. 57. And Terry and only Terry. won one world title. Two. 93, Two. 95, and then he has an Olympic bronze in 2000. 2000, yeah, because he retired, and he did not compete in 97, 98, 99 either. I I think he did compete some, but he didn't make the teams, or he made the teams and didn't oh. wrestle, things like that. Hmm. I don't. I feel like he didn't. I mean, this is uh, not, this is I'm way younger, right? But I remember, like, going to the 2000 Olympic trials. It was actually very inspirational to me, and I remember, like, Terry Brown's making his comeback like he'd been gone for a while. So I do feel like he did not really compete much, if at all. Um, and then the other one who would score very, very high on the college scale and probably also uh, international would be Stephen Abbas. I think he has multiple world medals as well. And, and, you know, he's three NCAA titles, only four losses ever. One medal for Abbas. Oh, that's it? Dang. Yeah, 2004 silver, Olympic silver. Made... Uh, one, two, three, four teams didn't get to compete in two thousand two because of nine okay. eleven. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I mean it's there's a kind of crazy to think about. Um, but and also if he if he runs the quad, makes the next <laughs> two teams, which man, it's it's hard to envision him not just given. Yes, Spencer. I uh... mean, Spencer Soriano, who's who's even on the cusp? Hey, someone did mention this on Twitter. Uh, Spencer's supposed to be hurt. Why is he over? Why is he rolling around in Japan on the? Man, I can't map? believe you're asking. That. That's such a stupid question. Like, what? You can't be. You can't go to Japan yeah, if you have not a, a stupid knee, question. If you, an, if you have a knee injury, well, I don't understand. Okay, that. I'll explain the stupid question. If I'm so injured, if I'm so injured that I refuse to take the mat against Nick Soriano to make a world team of which I have no tournaments for seven months after. No, I'm probably not going to be on the mat a few weeks later. I'm not, I'm going to be so injured that I'll be on crutches or having surgery or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, I'm not gonna be on the mat a few weeks later. Absolutely not. Was he really on the mat? Or is he just kind of, yes, he was on the mat. I watched him move around. I mean, obviously he's probably not going live, but he is moving and flowing and yeah, he's doing that kind of thing. And I can tell you with myself, if I will not take the mat, I'm not wrestling four weeks later. Not doing it. No. I won't. I wouldn't be physically able. I would either have had surgery and be in the recovery process, or if surgery is not necessary, I'll probably be on crutches. If, if you got me so injured, I'm not going to step on the mat. I'm not going to be rolling around four weeks later. 
Yeah. Period. Well, it would have been good to hear from Spencer after the Open what yeah, was going on. That would have been awesome. But we didn't. So, I don't know. I thought you just – I took that question more as, like, why is he in Japan, not – um no, I don't care where he travels. He can what, do whatever the hell he wants. Well, yeah, when I saw when I saw him rolling around with Yui Sasaki, I wasn't like, oh, wow, he's on the mat training. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a female. I didn't assume he's going super hard, but just the, way, just the way he's moving, like the way he's moving, like if I choose not to compete, I will not be moving like that four weeks later. Like cause yeah. if I choose not to compete, it's going to be like, I got a torn ACL, need to get fixed right away. I got a torn labrum, I need to get fixed right away. Like one of these things. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I I understand. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. Sehudo, so uh, so another one. Someone's saying in the chat, not not enough longevity. No, one one gold, and really, you, you listen to, and I knew a lot of the stuff about Henry before. You know, going, I was following really closely, but just the you didn't get the access to the information of all the international tournaments. Like, obviously, you would know how someone did at Worlds, oh, yeah. but. Ryan going into detail of all the tournaments he went to and like either went zero and one did not do well at all. He didn't do good at any tournaments, and then he won the Olympics. It's like there was no indication he was going to do what he did. Like, it is one. It is one of the most like improbable runs in U.S. Olympic history that I'm aware of. And and I kind of knew that as all because I was I was around during that era and competing. And then even that year at the U.S. Open, he got pinned by Matt Azevedo in the finals. Yeah, there's just in like 2008. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so crazy. crazy, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so not I would not say Henry, although he is he is still a what if because what he could yeah. do and what he could have become. Also, I give a lot of people just the benefit of the doubt with the uh, with the two out of three period time you know, that rule era, I mm-hmm. have to figure it would have helped Henry to have six minutes to score, cumulative yeah. scoring. Um, he wasn't like the biggest gas tank guy. Like he wasn't going to like gas you out, but he had one. He had a tank. He wrestled he had, hard. He wrestled hard for sure. He gassed so. some dudes out in MMA. He gassed out, Um. oh my God, what's his name? I was there at the fight and the dude was kind of kicking his butt for about a round and a half and Henry just put the pressure on him and freaking snapped yeah. him. Um, yeah. Uh, Marlon Marais. Yeah. So he's a beast. He's got that element. He's a great competitor. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I, I think if we're talking strictly freestyle, I think it's probably Gilman. I think a few other people have an argument, but uh, especially we have Gilman's going to have two more cracks at it. It's probably going to be definitively him by the time he's done. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so, yeah, that's our nine. Um, man, I, I feel like. We've slept on Zane Richards to this point, totally, and then it's like, well, you can't count him out. I just think I don't. I just don't like the matchup for for Zane. I just his go behinds and reattacks are really good. I just don't see that posing the problems for Gilman that it poses for other wrestlers that that Zane's faced. Okay, yeah, next up, um, JD. You uh, pick JD this one starts up, bad boy. Eight. Let me pull up my sheet deep, here. Deep breath there. We are going to disagree on this one. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I got my third one, David Taylor. Oh, okay. Look, I, I, that. I went through this matchup. I, I think it, I don't think Taylor blows out Brooks, but I do not see how Brooks scores on David. Like, what he gets, maybe one step out. But after. What David did to Yazdani in the World Championships last year, crazy. Which, in my opinion, is a better version of Aaron Brooks. It, it, there is no way that Aaron wins this. I am not as confident as you, James. I, I think, man, this is crazy, bro. Zane Rutherford is a far bigger favorite over Tyler Berger. That's than what David I'm Taylor. thinking. That's my. That eight. is crazy. Listen, That's my age. You could be right, but Zane has has yes. teched Berger to like with ease. Berger was like a one call away from not even making it here. Say yes. what you want about there is the element of one they were teammates, or they are teammates. They've trained together. That familiarity automatically shrinks it. Makes it tighter. Yep. Say what you 100%. want. 
makes it tighter. Um, so we'll, we'll get to David and – or we can do it now because I have him significantly lower. I do have David uh, over Aaron, but I don't have him this high because I just feel so confident that Zane is, is going to win here. I feel similarly to you. Um, I just think Zane's too much better than Tyler Berger. Tyler Berger, you know, did a great job making the final X, but to your point, it was very, very close with Sammy Sasso. I just, I can't see it. That's number three for me. To me, though, it is like, and maybe this isn't the right way to look at it, but just I can envision a scenario where Zane Rutherford loses in final X. I've seen it to say David Taylor loses at final X. But I know you can't just throw opponents opponent. aside, but it's so different. Aaron Brooks is an all timer and Tyler Berger's good, but he's not Aaron Brooks. I know. Um, also, Zane's, Zane's Zane, on the come up. He just won a medal, Zane's but he's never lost at final X. Beat Yanni. Beat, uh, he sort of lost beat one Jordan time. Oliver. He had to go to a special wrestle off. Well, I mean, he his hand was raised in the match that they re-wrestled, <laughs> and then he re- re-won the match. So Yeah, he's also... He re-won. So he's also I, failed to get there. Um, it It's just... um, I, I am just more surprised if David Taylor is not on the world team than Zane Rutherford. I think, that's what it boils down I think to. If well, you, I guess that's why you put him at eight. That makes yeah, sense. <laughs> I think if you said that sentence before we knew who he would face... Because if you said this in March, I'd be like, okay, oh, I'm with hmm. that. But now that it's we know the matchups. And after I watched um, Aaron get down 6-0 to Zahid and basically win because Zahid gassed, David Taylor ain't going to gas like that. That is true. Um, but that I, is true. But, but go ahead. Zahid's also more dynamic than David. Yes. I mean, we saw that, you know, he just, he moves well, he scores well, but Zahid's weakness is someone putting the pressure on him and he can kind of fade in the second period. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I have David relatively high. He's not up yet for me, but uh, I think Aaron's going to wrestle him really tough. Like I said, I think it'll be close. Um, I'm not discounting Brooks. I think Brooks is the future of the weight class. And I think both of you guys are picking Taylor, but to me, the only way you can say David wins this series is that he shows regression. Loses this series. Or, yes. Well, at me, some point that series. is going to happen. It, yes, at fact. some point. But I I just, I guess I have to see a little bit of gr- regression before I see enough regression to pick him over three times. Okay, so say David Taylor didn't exist right now. How high do you think Aaron Brooks could finish at the World Championships? Um, He's a medalist. He's second. Uh, second? Yeah, I don't think he beats. I think Yazdani's tough, but. Well, I guess, yeah, no Russia. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're in a medal match. I'll, I'll put him in a medal match. Yeah, I think he's going to get a medal. Yeah. I mean, look at what historically Zahid has done to take out his, his tournament overseas um, this year. Like he is stunned on like Miles and all these other. He's beaten a lot of really good guys, yes. Um, and he beat him, so I, I feel pretty confident that that he would medal. Eighty six is not a deep weight, guys. I mean, it's it's weird. It's a weird yeah. thing that, well, the, yeah. But it's been true for a couple of years. It's not the deepest weight. It's had insane high end talent with David and mm-hmm. Yazdani, but the depth has not been that incredible at this point. There's just. Too many weight classes up there between 86, 92, 97. And I honestly, I wouldn't even be shocked if, you know, for some of these countries, getting a medal is uh, a really big deal if they said, well, Yazdani and David are 1 2. Let's maybe move our guy to 92 instead of 86 and they have a little better chance. I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. We'll say, though, we do get Krugley back this year. Yeah, he's tough because he is for Greece now. <laughs> he is Greece. But he's getting older and David never lost to him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just talking right? about. I think he could maybe beat Brooks. I always thought he was oh, the best, okay. and I also thought he was always the best Russian matchup for David. Um, I did not think Nafanov was as good as Karuglia. I mean, best, best as in hardest or the hardest match, hardest matchup for da- for David. Got it. Okay. Um, but it never really. You're on seven. Him. He got Christian. kicked in the face, and he still beat him. Okay. <laughs> KO'd. Seven. 
My seven, you may scoff, oh. but I, I feel very confident in Jordan Burroughs over Chance Marsteller. Um, I So here's my rationale. I think Chance made the chess moves in Final X last year. I mean, Jordan, say what you want. Jordan's not going into that match, even probably thinking he could lose one to Chance. And Chance implemented a picture-perfect game plan and still wasn't able to get the two wins. Now it's it's because that, that series was all about Chance's adjustments. That's why I think it gave Jordan so much difficulty. Now it's like, okay, now it's Burrow's opportunity to, to make the adjustments, knowing what Chance can bring. And Chance can't mm-hmm. – there's only so many other game plans that – Chance can implement, whereas Jordan can win so many different ways, as we've so, seen uh, over 11 years. So I think I feel really confident in Jordan in two. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I was. how many different game plans can Chance implement? I, I actually feel like he's, I don't want to say limited, but uh, I, I think I kind of yeah. always know what I'm going to get out of Chance Marsteller when he goes out there, um, especially because of his body type. Um you know, that kind of, I don't say prohibits or it, but it does limit the amount of choices he can make. Um, I think it's going to be a very competitive match. I have that one a little further down on my thing because I think there's a, there's a smaller chance that, uh, or there's a larger chance that chance can pull it out more than the other people above them. Yeah. I just trust Jordan in this situation. Two out of three. Yeah. Um, it's the two out of three for me also. Like even if he dropped one. Which he has. My number seven, Vito Arujao. Given how he beat him at the U.S. Open five weeks ago, I know Nishan looked really good at the mm. the, the trials, but I'm going to go Vito Arujao. That one's quite a bit lower for me. That, me too. That one just scares me. Just Nishan. I feel like both these guys. And Vito is so prone to up and down performances. Obviously, when he's hot, he's on an upswing right now, for sure. I mean, NCAs and Open was incredible. Incredible. He does on a heater. You don't bet against the hot hand, guys. We talked about this though with uh, this match, um, which was sneaky close, yep. albeit nine-two. Really, a one sequence. It's a four and a two, real quick. For and Vito. To be fair, that's that is a Vito thing, right? Score scores in bunches, right? So you can't like. Be dismissive of that, but it does give me just a little bit of pause. I think they're really similar wrestlers with similar skill sets and abilities to to end matches. I think mm-hmm. Vito is and Nation are neither going to ever be out of a match because of, but one, they're both great on their feet, but they both can really turn, and both have shown parterre vulnerabilities in the past. And I think I think Nashawn has turned Vito um in their meetings and I'm I think Vito has also turned him. So it's kind of all on the table. Nashawn gave me a lot of comments like like uh at how he looked at the trials. He beat so many different styles there. He said, you know, he's like Vito's hasn't felt me, didn't feel me at my best at the open. I don't know. I just believe him. I just believe him at that. Ooh. So so I have you know, I won't skip ahead, but it's a little I, lower, probably. I think Vito's going to win, but I'm just not as confident as as you, Ben. You go through okay. NATO, Tenno DeSanto, twelve four fix. Yeah. I'm giving you a shot. Yeah, I mean, okay. If if Vito beat Dayton twelve four in a match, you would be like, whoa. And I feel like we're sort of even. Say what you want about Dayton's last couple runs here. A 12-4 win. How many times have we seen that? I mean, now Vito did major him at, at NCAAs, but, you know, in freestyle, we just so rarely see him blown out like that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think this is – I, I kind of think it's a coin flip-ish type of series. I really do. Um. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I just watched Vito the last two months, and yeah. I thought, wow, this guy is on fire. Uh, and – I just don't think he's going to lose. Yeah. Uh, James? My next one is Zane. You got Zane next. Okay, so you weren't too far no. off the Zane train rails. Um, but off. But you're back on track. Um, back on track. Okay. Ben, I think it's your turn to start. 
All right, my six is David. Um, I kind of have the same sentiment as you, Christian. You know, six is pretty still high up for me. Um, I think there's a slight chance that Aaron Brooks keeps it tight and sneaks one out. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like I guess one of the things I was thinking was if if Aaron Brooks knew this wasn't in the balance or wasn't competitive, maybe he would have went to 92 because NLWC doesn't have anyone at 92. So like if he knew David kicks my butt every day, why wouldn't he just go up and try to make the team there? Because he, I don't even think he's a small 86. I don't think it's like a size thing. Like I think that he's a small 86. Aaron, I don't think is. Aaron's looks like big and thick and strong. So that kind of also made me think like, Oh, maybe Aaron does kind of have a chance here. That you, you just laid out it something that is definitely held in belief by Aaron. Um, one, he yeah. is big, and the 86 cut is real and not comfortable, and 92 was considered, but he thinks his best weight's 86. And, um, well, I don't know if it was considered much by Aaron, but it was discussed, right? And yeah. he's like, no, 86. The, the familiarity... I don't know how much you factor that in because I don't think these guys have trained together in a really long time. Really, really it was long just, time. Then Aaron thinks he's got to – he thinks for some reason, for some previous training, he thinks he could do it. Because, I mean, the other one, when you think about this exact same scenario, was it 20, 2019, you know, Bo Nickel went up to 92, right, and didn't compete at 86. And that was with Jaden Cox there. And, you know, whether it was Bo not thinking he'd get it done or whether it was the Nittany Lion coaching staff saying, we want to get another get another guy on the team, um, I don't know. I never heard those words through their mouth, right? But it was a snare when they moved one guy up a weight class in maybe in, in the idea they're going to get a second guy on the team there. And this year, Nittany Lion... I guess you could say Morgan McIntosh, but I would argue that they didn't have a real threat on the team at 92. I'm going to abstain from that part okay. of the show. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say, I, I think a lot. We sh I th Listen, I've been trying to say, hey, I think this is a real match. I think this could be, I think it is going to be competitive. I think ultimately, I just have a, I'm, I can side with JD that it's hard to envision Aaron getting to four points against David. I feel like if Aaron wins, it's going to be a two, two criteria, three, 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 like sure. so close, yeah. so close. Yeah. It's going to be late. And what, one thing that's interesting is they're both guys who first period more feeling out, not that they don't score early, but, it's the second period. It's always the second period for David where he's like in his big, big matches where it's like, whoa, holy cow. He, he, he turns it up a notch, but Aaron's similar in that way as well. So I don't be yes. surprised. I, I fully expect at the break, it's going to be one Oh one, one. It's going to be tight. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if that's the reality, then that's a game you're playing. Um, and you're counting on it's a, similarly you're, you're saying JD, and it's true, David is not going to guess. Yes, but is Aaron? I don't know. I've seen it. Aaron I've seen, did get I tired. Miles Amin last year. Yes, Miles Amin big tens. He did. He gassed yes. in that match one hundred percent. So there is somewhat of a tracker, but it's rare and it's freestyle six minutes. I don't know, but David can bring a pace that I mean Yazdani can't handle. Yazdani cannot handle David Taylor's pace. Yazdani cannot handle it. And no one can handle Yazdani's pace. And Yazdani did beat David. I mean, it is so funny to think about, it, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but like, in wild. Two years ago. Two not, years ago. Not infinity ago. And it's like, I know Mulligan because it was right after the Olympics. Right after the Olympics. So, but what? it did happen. <laughs> Man, and he all but. And he did score late to win. Yes, he. Yeah. And well, it was, yeah, David was. He, he just missed that single leg finish. If he finishes that single where he's got him in the left foot in the air, he probably wins that match too. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway. It's to uh, finish singles. Th this, is, this is the series for me. I'll, I'll just be honest. I am I'm the most interested in even – maybe even more so uh, than Snyder Cox. It's it's on par. I I, I think they're the – I just two. feel like I know how it goes. Like 
I it's man, close, yeah, but no, Taylor pulls it out. I don't think you can predict it. I I think it I think it is totally fascinating. Yeah, I, I do I agree. Think it's fascinating. Fascinating, but it's it's just Aaron getting to his underhook a couple times. David clearing, winning the hand fight battle in the center, maybe getting pushed out once, um, but you know, scoring his takedown. Yeah, I mean, I I don't just relegate David or Aaron to just the underhook guy. In the same, um, yeah. I don't think he's so single threaded through that. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll get to it when we get to. The, the I others. think uh, I agree with you, Christian. I think that's the most fun series, like the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I think that's it. Yes. Okay. Um. My number six is actually Zahid over Mike Mock. I just when you think about whoa. That, when you think about, and here's why, the U.S. Open 92. Wait, number, you're number six? Yeah. Dang, that's a, like a kind of high level of confidence. I know. Um, I know. But here's why. Here's, here's how I, I came to the conclusion. You look at 92, how that played out at the Open. It was on a razor's edge all the way, right? Colin mm-hmm. just as easily could have won. Nate Jackson was right there to win. Um, yeah. Who who else? There's someone else really good at that weight. And Mike Mock won the Open, right? All yeah. close. Then you go to the trials with basically the same field, same guys, and Zahid just stunts on all of them. So yes. for that reason, I feel like Zahid is the is the guy. Um, and I just have a I have a lot of confidence now. Who knows? Mock's got pace. Mock's bigger. All that, but. Zahid made me feel like, all right, well, I kind of whiffed on on my. I didn't think he was the favorite going into trials, and he killed everyone. And so now that he's killed everyone, I feel like he's going to beat Mock. I agree with you. I just Valencia's lower on my confidence list, although he is my pick. It just it seemed weird to put him so high. Yeah, it's it's I, all about I the agree. trials for me. It's all about the, I know. the trials. He looks great. Um, he looks so good. Like Brooks should have gone up, <laughs> and it should. Well, yeah. I mean, well, maybe, maybe he should have. Well, we find out Saturday. Honestly, if he that's they should they should uh, do those weights <laughs> after. If you lose the final X, I know you guys hate this, and I brought it up all the time. You should get this shot somewhere else. I hear you. For, it will make the team better, but I just don't think it's the best thing for the sport okay we gotta have some we gotta have marquee events all right what's your number six benjamin uh i already said, said David taylor. Taylor. We were talking oh about that. mine so I'm, on, yours. I'm on number That's five right. my my number six is burrows okay. um it it's kind of in the similar vein you are to taylor where i am very confident jordan is gonna win but i think it's close so Similar to what happened last year at Final X, I guess you play that game sometimes you can get burned, but it, it, I don't see Chance bringing a different game plan to the series this year. Maybe I'm wrong. He is a master game planner. There's a good chance he sees something. I don't, but that seemed like his path was, you know, getting to that underhook, grounding himself, maybe getting an arm spin. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I just... I don't see him winning two matches that way this year. So, hey, let me ask you guys this. Yeah. Um, and as I was going through this, it kind of you're just bringing it up in my head, JD. As I was going through this, I actually felt like how many of these matches would I say I'm more than, um, or so less than seventy five percent confident that the favorite's going to win and. I think the answer for me is actually one, one one match is really in the balance for me. Um, now, obviously, I could be shocked, and we could have a, a serious upset somewhere. Um, and you know, while Brooks and David is is, I'm interested in it. I don't. I think the likelihood of an upset is not all that big. Like, um, do you think that's a bad thing if more of the matches were in the balance? And then do you think that's going to change next year when we squish them all into six weight classes? I, I think the answer to the second question is, is for sure yes. I think the answer to the Obviously. first question is I'm not really sure. Depends on 
what you mean by bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it means bad for, as far as like from a spectator standpoint of, you know, if, if you know a result, you know, the outcome of something, you're less likely to be interested in it. For sure. You want more variance. Yes. Um, 100%. And yes. But I think if you want to say good or bad, it's good in that I think it means because these guys who win are going to go on and win gold, silver, or bronze. Like, mm-hmm. they're basically locks. So that is good if you're a yeah. Team USA fan. It's like, well, we're so confident in these guys it's because they've gone and won world medals before. So that's good. Yeah. But it would be it would be more entertaining to not feel so strongly about so many of these matches. Yeah, okay. I agree. We're at number five now. Our, Correct. Our sixes are cleared. I think this is – is this JD's lead? Sure. I'm going with a one Kyle Dick. Kyle Douglas. Uh, I do think this is a match. This is the least confident I've been in Kyle Dake going into a Final X series, probably. Um, Wait. Do you wrestle Burroughs in the Final Xs? No. Just that was okay. Olympic trials. trials. Okay, got it. Um, even when he wrestled Ringer, um, and that was highly anticipated. Uh, yeah. Ooh, actually, I thought that one was in the balance. Yeah, maybe maybe oh, I'm not quite as confident in this man, one. I don't know. I bet I bet you if you go back in time, that was that was pre Ringer. Run. Listen, go back and rewatch that Ringer US Open match for Dake. Like yeah, they kind of those, those calls were a little, uh, I don't certainly debatable. And that had that yes. punched him through to final X. So I don't know, man. Uh, but you might you might be right. I think I put this series on par with Dake Ringer. Personally. Yes. Yeah. And look what happened in that one. It's another scenario where I think it's close. I think Jason Elf is improving. I think he's maybe close the gap on Kyle, but it's it's something you gotta see before you can predict it. At least that's how I feel. Where I can't. I don't think there's regression from Kyle Dake at this point. So he wins. It's kind of crazy that it's a. We're so frequently talking about these big guys and how long they've been around, and we're talking about like regression or no regression, and like we just aren't seeing it yet. We just really, we really aren't. Maybe you know Jordan, you can say it, but like maybe I mean I don't know. It's not, it's not significant. It's not significant, and we're not seeing it with Dave. One thing that you are seeing, if you're looking trajectory, if you're looking Jason Noth, think April 2021. He is bombed through the mat in Fort Worth at the Olympic trials by Dake. Just killed. And then <laughs> they put him through down. the mat. Then they put him down and he's immediately turned and done. Two, a little bit later, he goes a, a year and change later, he takes him down. He gives him a competitive series, two competitive matches. Now there's this Nittany Lion dynamic where they're both in the same room. I don't think they've trained together more more than maybe one time. Uh not been much, but Nolf is on. Nolf looked really good at the open. I was impressed with him. He gives up some points though, and the thing is, if you give up points against um, Kyle, yeah, he, he can I get feel it. Tightening up a little bit, and he knows to tighten it up against Dick for sure. And what gives me a little more confidence in Nolf pulling off the upset over Dick than maybe Ringer in 2019 is Jason just has. He has, he's a little tougher to game plan for. Daringer, yes. you know this post. You know like the offense is coming from his like one tie or his post, right? Whereas I think it's a little tougher to game plan for for Jason. I think he can attack both sides. I think he's competent upper body. I don't know if I'd entertain it going there with Who's going to game plan for Dake? Huh? Who, who's helping Gate? Kyle game plan? <laughs> These are the questions <laughs> I, uh, I want to well, it's like, listen, they brought in Kyle, right? Now, Kyle obviously yeah. would want decide to move there, but like, man, they kind of made it made their bet, right? They want they want Dake on their team, right? Which means they think he's probably going to make it. So, I don't, but I don't know how how does that dynamic work? 
I don't know. And who does anyone yeah. really coach Kyle Dake? Yeah, I remember asking. I really that. wonder. I wonder if I wonder. You said Brooks and Taylor don't really train together. I wonder if Dake and Nolf ever go together. I asked, and I was told they went together once. <laughs> ever. Uh, that was as of the NCAA tournament. I asked that question. I was told they wrestled once. Yeah. Sometimes when my guys wrestle each other, and obviously they're not, you know, we're not talking the same level of wrestling, but my guys go together and they practice in the room. It's like, well, I don't have to help either one of you game plan. You wrestle with them. You better know how to wrestle them. You better have figured it out. Like, yeah. you got to go with them 20 times. Like, have you not been thinking about, like, oh, hey, how am I going to beat this guy if I go against him? Like, you should be thinking about that. So just go do it. And and that's that's one thing I wonder is how much is Penn State just being, like, sort of – as hands off as they can in terms of the, the yeah. game planning and just more like more supportive or more like, Hey, what do you need? Rather than, Hey, do this to Jason or do this to Kyle. Yeah. Um, and that would be my, and, and just knowing what I think we know about Dake is like, he is the one, a lot of these guys at the, Wrong at the one. I mean, Jordan, David, I think a lot of them are there's they take so much ownership in their training and their career oh, yeah. and their game plan. It's like well, as they should, because once yes. you get to that level, it's like how many people actually have a higher level of wrestling expertise than you? And the answer is probably <laughs> maybe a couple. Yeah. Right. And and luckily you're probably maybe in that club where there are people who you can bounce ideas off of who are on your intellectual level. But I mean, if if Jason Nolf or Kyle Dake go to most places in America. There is not going to be anyone on their intellectual level of wrestling that can like debate or talk about these things. And their idea is probably the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I, I don't think there's some like, you know, okay, these, these two coaches are like coming up with a game plan for Kyle and Kyle's going to go implement it. And these coaches are with Nolf and they're coming up with their plan to beat Kyle. I, I really don't think it's probably like that. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to say any specific names, but Max and I on the way home on, uh, you know, we, we were coaching at UWW or U20s on Saturday and both of us had the same take. Like some of these college coaches, they are not yelling intelligent things. Like we were dumbfounded by both of us had the same thought of like, holy crap, they didn't yell anything useful in the entirety of the six minutes for this person. And we would come up with, it was like, there were some coaches who all they yelled was pressure and get to your attack. Mm-hmm. And it's like nothing at all was useful. Or, you know, we were laughing because there was uh, one person who just kept saying, right hand, right hand. And it's like, what do you want to do with the right hand? Like, because I don't think he knows because he's not doing anything. Like, you want him to they snap, code, you want him bro. to post, you want him to push, you want him to pull. What do you want to do with it? You don't know anything so, about secret codes in its shows, Ben. <laughs> Uh, well, the, uh, his wrestler didn't know either because he didn't know what to do with his right hand. Right hand mean, means left leg, you know? It's, it's, see, yeah, I just blew okay. Ben's mind. Okay. All right. Yes. There was, but there was um, a decent amount of college coaches who, in my opinion, were yelling nothing useful for the entirety of the six minutes. And so, yes, uh, I, I would think I would, I would be shocked if you put, Kyle Dake or Jason Nolf, because in my opinion, they're the highest of intellect for wrestling people in most rooms in America. Could they be offered useful advice in mm-hmm. high level matches? I think the answer is no. My number five is, uh, and I I was all over the map on where to put this one, and I landed oh. right in the middle with Yanni over Nick Lee. What? You're, You're crazy. So- really. <laughs> That's what. That's, that's the one that I have in the balance. That's the one. That's me that's too. <laughs> yes. What I'm, are you doing, Christian Piles? Man, I got. I. I don't know, man. Maybe I just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I watch what? Yanni. Really? You think that's crazy? Yes, it's so insane. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's so crazy. JD, tell him how crazy it is. It, it's it's my one least confident. <laughs> oh my like, gosh! Really? Yes, that's All the right. only one where I'm like. This one could really go either way. Yanni wrestles really close matches all the freaking time. He gets in crazy scrambles all the freaking time. And Nick Lee's beat him. Yes. Um, one. Sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. Yanni, allow him to mourn. He was sad. Okay. Don't you poo-poo Bo Bartlett now. Two. <laughs> <laughs> He gives up some points to the tune of like eight to one 
Bo Bartlett. Um, but Bo, we said Bo kind of blew that match. He like had it won. I mean, he yeah did win. Well, he did. He gave up a four point leg pass. All he I tried mean, leg passes. Races, before. Well, yeah, they raised. I don't know. Him. I don't know what he was doing. That was just a scoreboard error. Yes, I know. <laughs> he did do a leg pass. Um, I just think you give up that many points. I also think um, Yanni Parter is a thing, and he could turn Nickley. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I'm doubling it. Wow, there's a freaking there's a dog so big it looks like a pony, and it's just one line. There's like no one in here. Bring it on could, camera. Maybe this bring, a bring that dog on camera. Little Sebastian just walked into HQ. <laughs> um, uh, I can't, okay, wait. So hold on. So. The other thing I was thinking about, that, that is my one. We actually got to hurt. I don't know if you know this. We only have eight minutes left, and we have to get – we're only halfway through our picks. No problem, Bubba. <laughs> so, okay. So, my one is – yeah, Yanni, it's because also I thought Joey McKenna had been performing at a really high level, and I thought Joey McKenna and Yanni was going to be a very competitive match, as it has been in the past. So, the notion that, that Nick Lee could also beat him then also feeds into my um, questions about this match. Yep, I understand. I understand all your concerns, Ben. You're crazy. Maybe, maybe so. I, I, I mean, I we just... do have the same winner, so yeah, maybe it's not. This I is why know. confidence picks make it make it juicy. Um, yes, I agree. But yeah, I, man, I just three matches. He's got to beat him three times. I don't know. He's got to beat him twice. Maybe even three. <laughs> all right. So result. my five is Kyle <laughs> Snyder. Um, I was. I was thinking, you know, after watching their the rudest matches that they had last year, Kyle just couldn't. I'm sorry, Jaden just couldn't seem to find a path to victory. Um, and I don't know that there's anything that's made me believe he's going to find it this time. Yeah, it, it, so Kyle it, Snyder five. Rewind, uh, fifteen months. It's crazy that we're all putting. I assume Kyle Snyder. As a winner with such confidence that it is in the back, like it's not our least confident pick. Yeah, for any of us, well, that it's halfway through for Ben. Speak for your, yeah. speak for yourselves. It's it's my number one. Snyder, oh, Snyder over Cox. Well, where's uh, it for it's you? My three, uh, JD. Three? It's my three. Okay. Yeah, I got Valencia at number number two. So for me. Uh, and I guess we can talk about it. Don't fill it all in, Tyler. Dude, we're all going to have all the same winners. You said you had something up your sleeve, and you don't, Christian. Well, I thought I thought where I have – I don't have any weird picks, I don't think, but I think – But we all book. have the same winners. Taylor Solo is pretty – Yeah, well, all right. We're, we're bouncing around a little bit, but um, since we already just gave – Kyle Jaden. Kyle Jaden. So, one – Jaden lost 5-5 as a 92-kilogram wrestler at the Rudis Super match. And then match two doesn't count because he was tired. Uh, <laughs> Stop. They got they have two matches in the same day on no, this he one was also. Sleepy. He was sleepy. It was like 11.30. He was tired. It was late. That was a long card. It was late. That was, uh, I don't think it was 11.30, but it was late. I remember uh, that. It was close. Okay. It was close. Uh, I think... I remember that that match too was the last match of the night. Yep. So I I think Snyder is is he's my pick ultimately. But man, I I just you think about what we we're saying going into twenty twenty one. Most of us were picking yep. Jaden. Most of us were picking Jaden. People were. Yeah. Um. The sure. the word out of the. I mean, I've had conversations about this. That some of their training camp goes were just totally lopsided in Jaden's favor. Now. Things have changed. Kyle uh, is wrestling really well. Jaden, you know, he hasn't come home with gold the last two. I understand it. He's he's been competitive domestically, so I get partially why. But I think full size ninety seven kilogram just changes things. And he was up late in that match. And I think stakes change things too. Um, I did a video about this, so I'm kind of re- reciting that. But like. There's a difference between doing one of these cards and the world team trials and final X and Olympic trials. And I think you're going to get a, a gold medal game plan from Jaden and a, the same from Snyder. And I think it's going to be in the balance, both matches really, really close numerically. So that's why it's my one um, least confident. 
least confident in that okay. one. Okay. It this is definitely a thing. I, I yeah. I am surprised. It seems like I get it. Kyle did win two matches to none at the Rudis event, but it's I felt like that sw- swung the pendulum way too far. Too much into Kyle's snagging favorite boy. Getting low. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I I I think a hundred percent that. Okay, my number four most confident. Uh, I guess it would be my sixth most confident is Kyle Dake over Jason Nolf. Okay. We talked a little bit about this. Um, I'm I'm open the idea of Nolf taking one here. I I wouldn't if that happens. I'm not I'm not. Whoa, monumental upset. I think Jason has just steadily improved and improved. And you can't dismiss that. And the fact that Kyle just wrestles a lot of close matches. Now, he wins basically all of them, right? But mm-hmm. they're going to be in the balance for sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I do have Dake winning, but my number four pointer. I have Dake at my number two. So I'm just going to go. I've already wow. said, I've kind of already said all these, so I'll just kind of run down there. But I got Burroughs at four. Zahid at three, Dake at two, and Yanni at one. I, I'm very impressed with Jason Nolf. I think he's getting better. Um, I think the Yanni Nickley is a real thing. It's up for grabs. But I think Dake and Nolf is the second most competitive series. I think Nolf has com- consistently made it closer in the last three years, right? And I think you cited those matches earlier. And last year, Final X was really competitive. So, um I think Dave's going to be the guy. That's who I'm picking. But I think it's going to be really close again. Hey, we can go a few minutes over, Ben, also. I'm okay, gonna, cool. I'm going to get Shane Sparks on y'all. Manalytics. Oh. Dave's just a winner. He's just a winner. But yeah. if you asked him about Nolf, he would say the same thing. Yeah. Also, Nolf had fewer Nolf's NCAA losses. Nolf had fewer NCAA losses than... Um... He's had much more senior level. Yeah. Actually, I probably shouldn't say that if you include Kyle Dake's entire senior level career. But... In the past four years, mm-hmm. said more. Hey, when Shane comes on next, I we really need to put the heat on him for my tweet. If he, what does he love more, the '80s or the Big Ten? Because I want to, I want to get an answer out of Shane Spark. His head might explode. He's just gonna say, <laughs> you know what? He's just gonna say, Barry Davis, just like an '80s <laughs> era, '80s era Big Ten wrestler. He's like easy guys, Barry Davis. Maybe he can give Barry Davis a nickname. I don't uh, think he has one. <laughs> Top monster. <laughs> he said that on Twitter. <laughs> With the preface, I'm not good at nicknames. I'm not a nickname guy. But I've been he wasn't lying. But there's a guy that's got... <laughs> there's a guy who has one pin in his career. It's pretty good on his top. On top so uh, oh, yeah, I think Shane. he's a monster. Uh, Jeez, you, got the, you, Brody. you got Aaron Come the top monster in the gal. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> wait, can you put the list my, back up? I don't know where we're it's at. It's mine. Uh, I'll finish out my most confident to least confident. My bottom four is Vito, Kyle Snyder, Valencia, and then Yanni. Uh, Vito. We all got the same winners. Yep. Zahid, too. Wow. I kind of I did this last night and I don't know. You, I got Zahid three. I mean Dang. He, he might be more up there after thinking about it more on the show, but I, I, I am pretty confident in Zahid, but it's just the, you're ga- more the gas com- tank is an issue. You're more mm, interesting. I mean, I know a strategy I'm telling you, I'm talking about strategy. I know a strategy I'm telling Mike Mock, and hopefully his coach will tell him the same thing is like lock it in. Be as tight defensively as possible. Literally, do not try to score in the first period. Put your yeah. hands on him. Pull him. Push him a little bit. Don't try nothing. Like, literally, give up your shot clock. I don't care. Give up a push out. I don't care. Try to get him going into the, you know, minute four, and then try to crank it up a little bit. And that's my thing is there's a pathway, a game plan to beat Zahid. I think Zahid's yeah. just going to be too athletic for Mike Mock, too quick, explosive, too long, um, but so. so Colin Moore is a guy who has had. He is not great defensively. He has defensive liability. He is good offensively. Colin Moore is good when he's being aggressive, but he used was able to use it against him. Um, yes, 
you know, Mike Mock, I think, has the body type and the ability. You know, I am picking Zahid, right? But Mike Mock does have the body type and the ability. And I think if he goes in with the right strategy, he can make this match really, really, really tough and really competitive. So you think Mike Mock is more likely to upset Zahid than Jaden to upset Snyder? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I just... I, I actually went into the... the when you the put it like that, it's tough, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, I went into the Bruce matches with the idea that Jaden has I, has kind of a coin flip is how I went into it. And I was... First um, match was a coin flip. And probably probably before that, I would probably have actually leaned towards Jaden. Um, and then just with Jaden moving a few more times and then Kyle having the success he did, by the time that card hit, I was like, I, I think Kyle's the favorite, but I think it's really close. And then as I watched those matches, my head went to, um, okay, well, how can Jaden actually flip this result? How can he actually do it? And I, I just felt as though he didn't really have an answer for Kyle's underhook. I felt like he had a really hard time not getting pushed around. And so then it's like, okay, well, who's helping him game plan? How is he going to change this? And what's his path to victory? And I just... I have a hard time seeing it. So, I mean, listen, Jade's a Mizzou guy, so if he's able to flip the result, I'm perfectly happy. I'm going to enjoy that. I just don't see it happening. I mean, KJ Sergey is a pretty good corner, Rewatch, too. Rewatch match one, Ben. Rewatch match one. Okay. Throw Matt I'll two out. Rewatch it. Rewatch it. Um, okay. And, and I mean, my, my Jaden, Jaden also... Jaden challenged him upper body as well. Jaden scored from his underhooks as well. Yeah. So my recollection of match one was that, uh, and maybe you tell me what your recollection is, is that it was kind of back and forth for a while. But as the match went on, Kyle kind of took charge. And and by the end of the match, it wasn't really all that close. No, that's not what happened. Um, What's your recollection? The Well, it's not really a recollection. It's like... What happened? Back and forth early. Jaden yep. got the lead late. It got the lead in the second period, 3-3, and then got a takedown in the second, maybe with like 90 seconds to a minute to go, to go up 5-3. Okay. And then Kyle yeah. got a late two to um, win 5-5. Five, five. Dang. Okay. Maybe, it, yeah. I guess I did remember that wrong. Yeah. Um, but then in the second match was not all that close. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was just that second match that made me feel like, oh, I'm man, sure I, it I, is. I, yeah. 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 Hmm. Rewatch it. The rudest okay. just posted it. Um, yeah, I just I saw that the other day. I've been hunting high and low to find that match, but now it exists. Okay, my number what three is David Taylor over Aaron Brooks for all the reasons we went over. I think it's a thing. I think it's competitive. Um, I can't envision blowout wins for Taylor. Yes. Which means it's in the balance. Uh, I think Brooks is going to have to win two ugly, ugly matches to win. Grimy, grounded, one point here, reattack there. Um, that's what it's going to look like. It's not going to be a shootout. If you're in a shootout with David Taylor, you're 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 beat, hundred um, yeah. percent. That that's my read on it. I think Aaron. I think you you alluded to some of the reasons I I give Aaron a shot here. It's like he certainly thinks he can go this way and, and make the team. And he obviously knows at 92 he would be a, a, a much bigger favorite to do it. Um, yes. So that's my, that's my read on that. Uh, and then the last box I have here is uh, Vito over Nashon. I I think... Man, if Nation wow, if Nation takes a match here, I'm not surprised at all. These are but he doesn't have to take a match. He's got to take two matches. I know that, but I, a lot of these I don't know. I don't think they're going three. Uh, okay. If if, if Nation does it, I'm not surprised at all. I'm really not. I'm really not. Uh, and this was almost my one. I'm really. I'm really. I kind of want to bump my Zahid up to. Or in slide we don't slide Yeah, down. it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> don't let him talk you into it, JD. Oh yeah. It's gonna be don't it's do gonna it. be Nashon is so good, guys. He's wrestling really well. I love that Nashon is at a place and he's just training and he's got coaches and like 
he's the Lehigh Valley uh, uh, Wrestling Club seems to be like a really good spot for him. Like he's been mm. all over the place. To your point, and also Jaden has not moved a lot. He's been with he's stuck he's with KJ. He was at the OTC uh, for a long time, and then he followed yeah, no, KJ to Michigan. Um, so he's not bouncing good. around he like. Fake but he no, he, he did the Ohio State thing for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was. I forgot about that. He dude. Ask around. Ask how many times he was in Columbus. Okay, very very. Funny. I will go. I will go to Columbus and do some investigation. <laughs> Start knocking on doors. You seen this guy? <laughs> When's the last time you how saw this guy? Did you see this in, guy? NJRTC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. NJRTC. Yeah, Christian, you're wrong on that. I'm right. No bounce arounds. Listen, the reality is, yes, those he those were places, but he was OTC in Michigan. For for the vast majority, I think you're rewriting. Uh, I think you're rewriting some history here. We'll look at his tax forms to see where he where he claimed residency. <laughs> Release uh, the funny. documents. No, oh, okay. So that's my that's the top ten. Um, I want to do a little bit of. Uh, you guys got to know this stuff, man. Uh, so it's Saturday, June 10th is when it goes down. That's three days away. Listen, that's three days away because it's Wednesday. I've already checked into my flight. That's how close it is. We got True Third starting at 1230 Eastern. That will feature a number of matches, all three styles, including Austin DeSanto versus Dayton Fix. Um, yeah. That's that's fire. Then at 2 Eastern, round one. Okay, a final X. So they'll do all around one. That's 10 matches for, for each style on three mats. They're going to keep each style on, on their own mat. And then they'll do that. That'll probably take two hours-ish. And then at 6 Eastern, round two and three. They're rolling straight through round two, round three. You are not going to want to miss this. It's going to be incredible. Um, has the makeup to be maybe the best Final X ever. Are we going in each style? Are we going 57 to 125? Or yes. do we have a different bout order? Match, weight order. We're going in weight, weight order. Weight order in all styles. Yes, indeed. It's going to be awesome. We got to do the tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. How many matches go three? I will say, uh, man, two. All right, I'll say one then. I got two. I got one. two as well. So if y'all tie. Eddie, you got to take three. Oh, come on. Y'all got y'all go takedowns um, to break your tie. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you got him. You got him. Uh, Here, I'll game plan with you. You, me. I don't think that helps me. You. Oh, it'll help. It'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. No, all right, we're gonna go. Uh, we have to go right. legally. Tyler has to leave. <laughs> ben, we'll see you. Not there though, unfortunately. But you better be watching live online. You can watch every match live on Flow Wrestling. You lucky dogs. If you're uh, not gonna well, be there, the, I am coaching the 16U duels, so I am not 100 certain it'll be done by 1 p.m. Central Time on Saturday. But it might be, it might not be. I'm not certain. Hopefully, Wisconsin. We we barely lost. We lost to Ohio by this much last year. I think it was 35-34. Oh finals, yeah, came down to so heavyweight. Yeah, well, we had the lead eight zero and we lost. Oh no, you gotta oh, close so the terrible. door, Ben. You gotta shut gotta the door. Go. Shut <laughs> the door. You get a guy on top, you just got to flip him over. All right. (laughs) We'll see you. Have a great weekend. See you at Final X if you're going. Goodbye.